In this episode, I explore the importance of choosing the right people to support your goals. Welcome to Upskill Talks, brought to you by McGraw-Hill. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw, lead upskiller at Upskill Community. Upskill Talks is a podcast for leaders. Leaders who are actively seeking innovative and creative ways to interact, lead themselves and others. In every episode, through real-life stories and enlightening conversations, we will explore the challenges and opportunities real leaders face in today's ever-changing workplace. We will present you with real strategies for you to leverage your soft skills and produce transformative results. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Let us begin. In my book, Upskill, Soft Skills and Professional Development Essentials, I wrote about five characteristics of goal-getters, people who get to the goals they set for themselves. You are a goal-getter if you are, number one, clear about your goals. Number two, you know why you pursue your goals. That means you have a definite purpose. Number three, you have a plan that outlines how to get to your goals a clearly defined process or action plan. Number four, you navigate obstacles and persevere until you get your goals. That means you're willing to pay the price and to make the necessary changes in your own life that are necessary to get you to your goals. And finally, goal-getters make good people decisions. You know the people you need to help you get there and those you do not need in your lives when you set these goals. Organizations, countries, businesses establish entire departments to put processes in place to recruit and retain the right people and monitor and manage out the wrong people. This pool of people in any organization isn't static. It changes constantly. Some leave, some are released Others join. This is based on the organization's goals. For self-leaders, a key consideration for goal attainment is your people. Choosing the right people to support or enable efficient goal attainment. Let me share a story. This is a story of a couple from a Toronto neighborhood. Judy and Nathan, they were high school sweethearts who wanted to go to the same law school. Judy's mother wanted Judy to go to a local university so she could stay at home or close to home. Nathan, her other half, encouraged Judy to apply to all the same schools he did, far out of town. As the acceptance letters started to pour in, they both got accepted to a, to a university about five hours away from their hometown. They chose this option to be far away from Judy's parents. They finally get to campus and they're settling in and beginning to enjoy the experience. During orientation week, Judy took notice of people who were staying up too late and weren't able to wake up for classes the following morning. She stayed away from those who drank too much to function the following day. In classes, she tried to connect with people who seemed to be focused on listening and contributing. And she visited the library to spend time studying. 
She met new friends in the library study rooms, and she created a study group and invited new friends to join. Nathan was so overjoyed with being away from home that he wanted to check out everything happening in this new town. Nathan wanted to hang out and have fun most evenings with Judy, but Judy insisted on having some time alone to focus on getting organized and completing her coursework. He hung out wherever alcohol was sold and soon made friends with other people who also enjoyed the bar scene. They planned a lot of social activities, they got together, and soon Nathan got popular on campus. He started dating other girls, hiding away from Judy. He was having so much fun that he kept having arguments with Judy for becoming so dull and dry. Nathan was having great fun and found other girls who were comfortable dating and hanging out in the evenings. Judy's prudish behavior was a turnoff for him. By the end of the first semester, Judy and Nathan's relationship broke off because Nathan thought she had gotten far too boring and he could certainly do better. Nathan noticed his grades were going down, but he had made commitments to his friends. They were calling him and relying on him to show up. He couldn't break away now. They would be mad with him. He didn't want to lose his friends. And anyway, he knows he's always been able to get caught up, so he didn't need to worry. Except the friends kept calling and the work kept piling on. Before too long, he was too far behind to get caught up. He could usually go to Judy for help, but now Judy was no longer taking his calls. At the end of the first year, Nathan received a letter from the university that he had been suspended. He had to return home, leaving his friends behind. Meanwhile, Judy made the honor roll alongside her other study group friends and built productive relationships to continue to support her learning. Making good people decisions is critical to goal-getting, no matter what the goal, no matter where you are or who you are in your life. It's answering the question, how are the people around me helping or hurting my goals? You need to be thinking about how you can intentionally make people decisions that support your goals. When you think of a goal, think of who you will need to support you to get there. Who will help you bear the load, walk the road, share the pain, ensure you don't forget your commitment to yourself, or open a critical door for you? What are your processes for updating the pool of people in your life? So you are constantly getting fresh perspectives that challenge the way you think, that challenge the way you perform. This will ensure that you can grow and become more effective at what you do and get support and the accountability to keep making progress towards the goals you set for yourself at different levels. The people who help you achieve this year's goals may not be able to help you achieve the goals you want to set next. Making people decisions is not about removing everyone from your life. It's about making sure you have sufficient people supporting your goals and limiting the number of people that get in the way of your goals. It's knowing the difference between these two groups of people. People who care about your goals will even choose to sit it out when they know that their attitudes, knowledge and skills are not the most ideal for what you need to get done. 
You have a responsibility to manage the people in your life so they do not become distractions or distractors from your goals, but instead that they're able to provide support, motivation, inspiration, accountability for you to achieve your goals, or at least they stay neutral. Be careful that you don't attract people who either don't know your goals, don't care about your goals, or don't really have goals of their own and don't value goals at all. They focus on the here and now and pull your energy, pull your focus away from the goals you set. They don't talk about goals. They avoid those conversations. You may even be frowned upon for bringing up a conversation about goals. They may make it about them so you find yourself pleasing them or serving them instead of your goals, like Nathan and his friends. They will target you ever so slightly. You won't even realize you have shifted away from your center, that you've neglected your own goals to focus on what's important to them. In these cases, you're better off to go alone than to go with people who take you in the wrong direction like the story we shared earlier suggests happened to Nathan. Making good people decisions saves you having to go alone. But this doesn't happen by chance. As you saw with Judy, she was intentional, not just hanging out with her boyfriend whom she was comfortable with, not just going along with him so that he wouldn't get mad with her. She didn't stay in her comfort zone doing what she's always done. She remembered why she was there and she went seeking out, intentionally looking for people who could support her goals. When Judy and Nathan went off to university, Judy made better people decisions than Nathan. Better people decisions significantly impacted her chances of achieving her goals. Whether it is in business, in your most intimate relationships, on your current team, in your friendships, in your professional networks, whatever it is, when you make better people decisions, you significantly increase the chances of achieving your goals. When you intentionally seek out and bring people into your life that support your goals, more options and opportunities open up than you can access on your own, and your chances of achieving your goal multiply. Start thinking more deliberately about your people. Your people decisions matter for what you achieve and who you become. Goal-getters are effective at managing the people in their lives. They make people decisions that help them get their goals. Thank you for listening to this episode of Upskill Talks, brought to you by McGraw-Hill. We bring you new episodes every Monday. Please take a moment to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and a written review at Apple Podcast. Or... Follow us on Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to share Upskill Talks with other leaders like yourself, so they too may gain the skills and insights to produce amazing results. Please go to upskillcommunity.com to review show notes and learn how you can join a community of leaders from across the globe, collaborating to lead in a more meaningful and impactful way. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. And again, 
Thank you for joining me on this episode of Upskill Talks.